Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. As we bring in our main man, Scott Gobranson. <laughs> Downtown uh, Scott. Live in Las Stop. Vegas as we kind of close the book. For, well, actually, we're not even closing the book. We're just closing a chapter here on the Las Vegas Raiders because there's going to be a lot to follow, Scott, over the course of the next few weeks. Casey brought this up to start the show. Rumors are pretty heavy that it, it could already be down to Antonio Pierce and Jim Harbaugh. How real is that rumor, and what direction would you go if that's the case? Well, I, I, th- I think it makes sense, right? So so how real is it? I think it's pretty real because I, I look at what what we've heard and, and been told about Mark Davis wanting a big name. So if you can get a big name, and in this case, I think Jim Harbaugh qualifies. I mean, he won the national championship last night. Mm-hmm. He had great success with the 49ers. He's won everywhere he's been. And so uh, that makes a lot of sense. He also is a former Raiders coach. That's where he got his coaching start. He was hired by Al Davis, was close to Al Davis, talks about openly how Al Davis has influenced him throughout his career. And so that makes sense. The other side of it is Antonio Pierce did a great job, brought this team to five and four the second half of the year, had never been a coordinator before uh, in the NFL, was a position coach, stepped up, unified the locker room. So you look at those two guys and you're like, okay, well, if I can't go get Harbaugh, then you got your guy, right? So you have Antonio Pierce. Fan base loves him. Obviously, the players love him. So I think if you look at the situation, it's not you, – you don't have to be anti one or the other. I think a lot of fans are like, well, no, it's got to be Antonio Pierce. We love him. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't deny that if somebody like Jim Harbaugh is available and is willing to talk to you and interested in coaching your team, how can you not consider him? But if that doesn't happen, then I would fully, fully expect – that they go the different route and they go with Antonio Pierce. Mm. And, and the scenario that I brought up to, to D'Lo was simply you get a phone call from both agents. And obviously Antonio Pierce wants the job, but Jim Harbaugh's agent, I think it's Don Yee, I think that's the agent, right? I believe it yep. is. Um, he says, hey, Harbaugh, Harbaugh wants to come. And you got a decision to make. And, and I feel like I would love to see Antonio Pierce get this opportunity. My heart says Antonio Pierce – my head says you have to go with Jim Harbaugh if he says he wants to be there. Yeah, and that's that's put really well. And I think that's what we're, we're seeing when I when I talk to fans who love Antonio Pierce because of the energy, because he's a real guy. Like he's he's down to earth and 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 you have to give him credit for what he's done. At the same time, you have a proven winner. You have a proven winner in Jim Harbaugh. So the way I've been talking about it, guys, has been this is no matter who the candidate, there's there's risk. Right. So with Jim Harbaugh, if you want to consider risk, what is it outside of his nine years at Michigan? Okay, hopped around a little bit, but he was also climbing the ladder at that point. So he's now 60 years old. I don't think he's thinking, hey, I'll go 
and coach an NFL team for four years, and then I'll go back to college again. No, I think wherever he goes is going to be his last job. He wants to try to win a Super Bowl, which has been his stated goal. He now won the college championship, so that's really all that's left for him. So if he does that, makes sense. At the same time, you like Antonio Pierce, but Antonio Pierce, the one thing I was talking about, guys, and I'll bring this up, which is the difference, too, with Harbaugh and Pierce is not just their experience as a coach. It's their networks. If you look at Jim Harbaugh, how many defensive coordinators, head coaches has he developed underneath him and his network of, of connections and, and all of that, his coaching tree, whatever you want to call it, it's incredibly deep. Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens right now who, play, who coaches for his brother, was his defensive coordinator in Michigan, right? So you have that. Antonio Pierce has connections. He was a great player, won a Super Bowl, but he doesn't have those deep connections. So it's not as easy as go out and say, well, Antonio Pierce can go find a great offensive coordinator and go find this. And he's not going to be able to do it as much as Jim Harbaugh, who's been down that road. So, so again, it's a positives and negatives thing, and they both have. Scotty, I'm fine with a lot of this. One thing mm-hmm. that I keep bringing up to KC that just sticks with me, and you can correct me if my line of thinking is off track or understanding is off track. Aren't they looking for a general manager? Correct. They are. Okay. Well, well I guess I guess I'm old school. But, no, but, but this is this is what I talked about yesterday though, and it doesn't happen all the time, but right. Kyle Shanahan basically hired John Lynch. So maybe Correct. that could be the direction that so the Raiders I go. feel like that, that works with Harbaugh. But does that work for Antonio Pierce? No, and and I'm glad you brought that up because I think I think and and and, and to your point, you you Casey, you have a situation where yeah, if it's Harbaugh, things are different, right? And people are like, well, Harbaugh's going to want to control everything like Gruden did. He doesn't want that, but he will want say in who he works with because, as you guys know, his relationship with Trent Baalke oh. in San Francisco was the reason he was out there. It was like oil and water, right? Yeah. So he doesn't want that again. So you understand that, but he doesn't want player personnel, total control and all that kind of stuff. But with Antonio Pierce, I think Antonio Pierce has a much better shot of sticking there if if the GM is Champ Kelly, who's the interim GM. Now, Champ Kelly interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job today. He's in demand. He's he's interviewed the last three years for GM jobs. He got the job. He was the assistant in, in Las Vegas before they fired Dave Ziegler. So he's a guy in demand. So if he stays with the Raiders and the Raiders hire him as a GM – um, then I think that hired him first. To me, that signals done. It's going to be Antonio Pierce. If they gotcha. don't and Champ Kelly leaves and that job is open and they have to talk to other people, like they talked to Ed Dodds, who's the assistant GM of the Colts, he actually is the Jim Harbaugh. Mm. So watching the GM position is very, very good observation, uh, D'Lo. And, and I think you'll, if you watch that, you'll have a, a, a tell on who it's going to be. Yeah, that's that's a that's a hell of a line of thinking. I didn't put together that if they if they hire Champ Kelly pretty quick, that might tip their hand as to what they're doing. Or if we find out Champ Kelly takes one of these other numerous jobs he interviewed for, that's a hell of a call, I, Scotty. I feel like I feel wow. like we, we're gonna we're gonna know within we're gonna get some kind of signs within a week, week and a half. It feels like that's that's what I think. Because if it's Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh ready to make moves. You know, he, he's ready to make moves. So if it's him. Um, yeah, he's going to celebrate that. Transfer Porter about to go bananas if he goes to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, and and I think, look, I, I talked to – I did a couple of interviews last week with some of the beat writers in Ann Arbor, and they all believe he's gone. And now he did an mm-hmm. interview. I had a bunch of fans texting at me today about, well, did you see this interview where he said he's doing this in a month at Michigan? I'm like, that doesn't matter. Come on. He's, he could he's still enjoying do his win. He's <laughs> talking to his kids. He's still the head coach there. So so don't – don't you know, you got to well, take that all with a grain of salt. Yeah, more importantly – 
He's a made man. He could take the Raiders job tomorrow Uh and then be back in Ann Arbor in a month. There there will be no tear. Well, there might be tears, but there'll be no, oh, you turned your back on us, Mm -mm. Arbaugh, in Mm -mm. Ann Arbor ever. He's LeBron leaving Cleveland the second time. He's a a made man. Uh, But the the other question might be, Scott, is it just the Raiders for Harbaugh? No. There's four other vacancies available, I think. Well, the, the the big one that's been linked to him most of all, and I was just talking to my friend Ryan Dyrud at the LA Football Network, and uh, it's the Charger job, right? It, it's even though the Spanos, I call them the Spanos goofs um, <laughs> because they're just ridiculous. But anyway, they, they are finally going to actually want to spend some money. Right, because they're 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 known for their their thriftiness, and so so what 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 I've been told is that that's an appealing job to Jim Harbaugh too, and that there have been discussions there because if you look at it from Harbaugh's perspective, you got the quarterback there. Vegas doesn't have the quarterback; you don't have a quarterback. So if you're looking at opportunities, you look at the Chargers situation. Although the Chargers do have some cap issues, and they're going to have to retool on both sides of the ball a little bit, you do have the quarterback, and that situation in Los Angeles might be appealing. To him as well, but I think there's going to be others who call him too. I mean, Washington might call him. They're they're obviously on the hunt for somebody good, um, and maybe Atlanta. But I think I think the two West Coast opportunities are interesting because um, of his connections there in both places. He played for the Chargers, coached for the Raiders. His wife is actually from Las Vegas, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of kind of things there in, in in back and forth. So my guess is it would be L.A. or Vegas. The Chargers one would have me worried. I mean, because and and really for one reason, and that's because they have the quarterback. You know, yeah. If, if if I'm Harbaugh and I'm looking at a situation, I don't know what I've got in in Aiden O'Connell. I don't know what I'm gonna do draft wise, but I know Justin Herbert, who who you know, whatever, overrated or whatever. Like he's he's at least somebody. Yeah, yeah, he's at least somebody yeah. that Harbaugh. If Harbaugh looked at Alex Smith and was like, I can work with him. He's going to look at uh, at Herbert and be yeah. like, I can work with him. So Yeah, exactly. And that that gets down to, I think, the question, if you're, if you're him, if you're Harbaugh and you're looking at an opportunity, yes, clear upside with the Chargers, with the quarterback. On the Raiders' side of it, you could say, I get to pick my quarterback because they're going to they're gonna be heavily involved trying to get up in the first round to get a quarterback, right? Yeah. And it's a great class. So it all depends. Do you want a guy who's been a veteran and you have to just work with, like he did with Alex Smith, which is a great analogy, or – do you want to be able to bring up your own guy, go select them and create what you want to create? So that's all going to be depends. And we don't know because right until he tells us or until he picks, uh, it's going to be unknown for the rest of us. That's that's probably the, the the next like what what is the status of the quarterback position? Like what like is Jimmy Garoppolo a Las Vegas Raider no matter what next year? No, I think, you know, he, he, he got a couple snaps in when Aiden O'Connell hurt his finger in this week 18. Everybody was getting nervous about that injury bonus. And, and Jimmy's done everything right. He said, hey, look, you know, I just want to get past this and play football again. I'll be excited to be a part of this team next year. But I don't see any way he's back. I think they eat that. The, the most important thing the Raiders need to do outside of getting a GM and a coach is get a quarterback. Aiden O'Connell is a good backup. Some fans argue with me on that. He has no functional mobility, okay? He's a good quarterback. He's the kind of quarterback where if your guy goes down, he can come in and win games for you. No question. He had a great last game against the Denver Broncos. Broncos, of course, have the 30th-ranked defense in the, in the NFL, so it wasn't as hard as it would be against a, a better a better flight team. So I think with Aiden O'Connell, you have a great backup that you can develop over the next several years. He's under contract for f- at, at least five, 
So, but you need to go make that dynamic playing quarterback your priority. And so whoever comes in as GM and coach is going to be at the center of that. And you got to try to get that as right as possible because the Raiders technically, I think we saw this in the second half of the season, guys, they're not that far away. They won eight games this year. Imagine when they were at three and five, no one thought they would win eight games. They won eight games. And so I think it shows the defense is in a good spot. They need to supplement that. And then on offense, you just need a quarterback. You have a lot of pieces there, upgrade the offensive line, and maybe you're a 10-win team next year and you're fighting for a playoff spot. Three and one since the 3-0 game. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not far off at all. Scott, one other thing that I wanted to ask you about that I don't know, maybe only I'm interested in, and maybe you too, Scott, but I always look at this little stuff. What the hell happened with the field? On Sunday, was it? Was that? I couldn't tell. Was that ice? Was it frozen, or what? What was going on in the end zone? No. So, so it's interesting about this because I had somebody come at me really hard uh, online about this because they're a they're a, a turf field manager or a field manager for one of the colleges in the Midwest, um, saying I didn't know what I was talking about. But I've been there, like in 2020, when the when the stadium first opened and we were in there with no fans because of COVID. Um, it was fine, but throughout the last three years, they've just had trouble maintaining it. The desert climate, whatever it is, they seem to do a better job at, of it in Phoenix. Uh, and so the field itself, if you watch the last five games at home, a lot of sand in the turf, right? So this time the end zones were really bad and the, 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 the outer lying areas where the benches are were really torn up. The field itself, players were tweeting, nah, it's not that bad. Our crew does a great job. And, and listen, I'm not trying to belittle anybody's job. But as far as an NFL field goes, you could see it. You can see the dead spots. You can see the sand. And as people took it like I was insulting their mother, it was really interesting. <laughs> but um, I don't. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, and and clearly they'll switch out the entire field for the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl will be there clearly in the next month. But as they do with every Super Bowl, they bring in sod and they completely resod the thing. And I would imagine they'll do that and roll it inside so no weather can get to it. One thing about Twitter, you can open up the app and a turf manager is calling you an idiot. <laughs> no other and place it's funny in the world. Because I, and he obviously knows more about grass than I'll ever know, right? But <laughs> I, I use the example that, listen, I comment on playing football, playing basketball. We comment on politics. I've never run it. For, I've never run an office. I've never been president, but I talk about the president. So, you know, look, we, we go with the knowledge we have. And I'm just saying what I saw. And Stay in I've your lane, Scott. <laughs> Stay in your lane, buddy. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, last question. Sorry. No, go no, ahead. go ahead. I was, you go ahead. Go ahead. Does Josh Jacobs take his last snap as a Las Vegas Raider? Yes, I would. I would bet on that. Um, uh, good young man. Good back. Uh, missed the last four games because of a quad injury, uh, and and he's missed games in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. last year was when he won the rushing rushing title. It was his healthiest year. He was stronger. Did really well. Outside of that, it's been a problem all along. And he goes out that way. How much of that was really injury and him saying, "I got to protect my value because mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be back." And I wouldn't blame him for that per se. So so I think that also Zamir White in those four games uh, since he took over for Josh Jacobs has really shown something. And I think the Raiders can say, you know, Josh, we love it. We appreciate what you've done, but 12, 14, $15 million a year. We got Zamir white here still on his rookie contract and he looked pretty good. So, so yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one for fans because they love him, but, but I don't see Josh Jacobs coming back. Yeah. I was just going to ask Scott, you know, those, those guys that talked to you on Twitter, about a month ago, a little more than a month ago, those guys you were watching the game with, tell them I said go blue. All right, tell them I said go blue. 
You don't have to do that. You don't have to. Do <laughs> oh, that the stuff. Ohio State buddies. Yeah, yeah, I know. I and look, I, I I'm a Notre Dame guy, so so I oh, I, I don't like either one of them. Yeah, well, you guys chickened out God. in the uh, yearly matchup. I don't <laughs> know why you guys did that, but it's whatever. I don't either. I loved it. I loved it. Worse than Michigan is Notre Dame. <laughs> Uh, man, Scott, great stuff. This is a, a lot of really good insight, man. Looking forward to staying tapped in over the next coming, you know, next couple of weeks here in the off season to see where this kind of thing goes for the Las Vegas Raiders, man. We appreciate you as always. Yeah, I appreciate you guys too. Thanks for allowing me to come on during the season. And whenever you need me, just reach out and I'll be there for you. You Let's, bet. Uh, Thank you, my you, man. That's Scott Gobranson right there, silver and black. Uh, today, make sure you are following my man Scott for all of the news on the Raiders. We'll come back. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Sacramento Kings uh, and this Pascal Siakam deal. We'll share with you a couple of things that we learned uh, yesterday and why it might not be over mm. just yet. See the one KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. Can we give a shout out to the NBA's team of the year? Uh, hey, More man. Yeah, let's dive into that. All the good people over there, man. KMB, shout out to my man Will. All the good people over there doing what they do, man. Yeah, that is a the Sacramento Kings are are a terrific organization, and they were recognized by the NBA today as the NBA Team of the Year with the Team Innovation uh, Award for obviously the Beam. Uh, the highlights of the some of the Sacramento Kings business over the 22-2023 season is a nearly 100% season ticket renewal. Uh, they were ranked number two among all NBA teams in ticket revenue growth. Uh, 
they added new corporate part partner stuff that no one cares about. Uh, they were ranked number one in fan in-game experience in the NBA. Mm. Uh, viewership was up 200 percent uh, on their uh, networks, and of course, they had the most watched first round playoff game in 24 years, thanks to the Golden State Warriors and Bonte <laughs> Hill, uh, and ABC's largest ever audience uh, for a non-NBA Finals game, thanks, of course, to Steph Curry yeah. uh, and our good yeah, friend Bonte I'll Hill. Thank him, yeah. uh, so, and that doesn't even count all of the amazing community stuff that they do, man. So, shout out to the Sacramento Kings uh, for all their incredible work and being recognized as the team of the year by the National Basketball Association. Much deserved, man. Much deserved. We said for a long time before last year, um, they they do a really good job mm-hmm. over there with the Sacramento Kings with yep. running that franchise and doing the, the only thing that was missing was success on the court. Yeah. And they got the success on the court and everything else was already set and, and took now off. Now it's getting recognized. Yeah, took yeah. off. Yeah, and the, nice. and once again, the, the beam, one of the great uh, ideas in the history of NBA basketball. It's one of the great ideas, I think, in the history of professional sports. <laughs> like, it's 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 up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to Scott Gobranson a minute ago, touchdown Jesus, which feels <laughs> wrong in so many ways. But it's 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 the Rocky statue, yeah. right? Like it is it is it is special. And even even that, which is great, is not associated with the Eagles, so to speak. It's it's Philly. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like, the city. Yeah, yeah. And it's not by the stadium and all this other stuff, but right there. I, I saw a video. I was uh, Did they ever put a Joe Lewis statue up? Did they ever put a Joe I don't know. Statue? I just remember that was always the thing in Philadelphia. Like you one of the greatest fighters, not Joe Lewis, oh, Joe, Joe Frazier. Frazier. Joe, Joe Frazier. Frazier. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they did. That was well, always the they thing. They had to have put a Joe Frazier uh, statue up. I don't know where, but they had to have. I'm, I'm going to believe that they did. Putting okay. up a statue of a movie character is wild. <laughs> That's, that, that is an iconic movie character, though. Like, I, I, I don't hate it. That nah, statue's a little much. Um, is it? For well, I guess the fact that. Jo- so there's Joe Frazier. Yeah, I, I think they had to put one up for Frazier. Well, yeah, I mean, it took a while. Like, the Rocky statue's been up for, like, four decades. <laughs> but the, the the statue looks like it went up in 2015, maybe. There, There's a uh, a video on, I think it was Sarah Hodges' Instagram. Hmm. And she, uh, she, was, she got video of outside Golden 1 after game one of the playoffs. Which clearly, like, we didn't know what was going on because we were inside watching everything and watching mm-hmm. uh, Vivek's son, who we didn't know who it was, come try and light to me <laughs> with the air or whatever. But um, outside, everybody was like, light the beam, light mm-hmm. the. And then the beam gets lit and you just hear a pop, like, ah, let's awesome. go, yeah. And it's like, it, I had never seen that before. I had never saw that moment on the outside. Well, the growth. To the in arena beam is has made it even better. Like it went from all right, like the beam to okay, let's press like a, a little like button to like a little yeah. fictitious button to light the beam. Then it's like, okay, let's pe- press a big button, make it a big, you know, dramatic thing to this year. The guys press the button and an actual beam gets lit in the arena to make it look like it's 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 one continuous beam that goes from in the arena yeah. to you know, high into the Sacramento sky. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a great job. They could they could win they could, they could win innovation of the year two years in a row. <laughs> this is great, great they stuff. Could. 
Uh, the Kings take on the Pistons tonight, first game of a back-to-back, uh, start of a five-game road trip. Let's talk a little bit more about the Siakam thing okay. uh, before we uh, dive into this game, before we dive into this road trip, before we dive into the the state of this team. Uh, the homie Trista Crick will be with us at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. Always fun. Can't wait to see what part of our what part of her house she she's joining us from. Um, Casey and I got a lot of texts and DMs yesterday following the show. Uh, you, you know, a lot a lot of them on uh, kind of along the the same lengths as we said yesterday. When I I tweeted something about you know Shams is really working for uh, Toronto here to to make the Kings look silly, and part of that was framing a, a, a deal centering around Harrison Barnes. Because the the word was already out that Sacramento walked away from this, mm-hmm. and then your next messaging from the same reporter was that the Sacramento Kings had a deal centered around Harrison Barnes. Well, you put those two messages together, and it looks like uh, Toronto reached out for Harrison Barnes, and Sacramento said no. I was like, boy, you're 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 kind of making looking sac. You're, you're trying. It feels like you're trying to make Sacramento look silly there. Yeah. There's a lot of other components to it. There's there's the the rumor around whether they wanted to acquire Malik Monk. Uh, there's uh, there's 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 conversation about draft compensation and what Sacramento was willing to add and not willing to add if they couldn't get a promise from Siakam, mm-hmm. and or or an actual signature from Siakam. And what we were talking about with the insiders to start the show is, and this was probably the biggest message I got yesterday. Note to Sacramento Kings fans, don't take that personally. Pascal Siakam didn't ask for a trade. He doesn't have a list of teams that he wants to go to. He doesn't have a list of teams that he's going to sign an extension with. He's going to serve out the rest of his contract, whether it be in Toronto or Sacramento or Golden State or Detroit or Indiana. Mm -hmm. And then this offseason, when he is a free agent, he's going to make a decision about where he wants to play. He's not going to do anything to help Toronto or Masai Ujiri facilitate a trade that he didn't ask for. And that was the biggest message I got yesterday, is Kings fans should not be upset. This is the message everyone is getting. Mm -hmm. And all three people who reached out to us yesterday all said the same exact thing. I don't think the deal is dead. And I think part of the reason they all said that is because the rest of the league has the same resistance that Sacramento has. Mm -hmm. So the question with Pascal Siakam, or more specifically, the question with the Toronto Raptors and where Pascal Siakam lands may simply fall on who cracks first. Who goes, okay, I'm going to give you the draft compensation you want to acquire this individual and go with the Kenny Carraway model, get him in-house, and hope we can win him over. Yeah, and and to your point, like you said, it kind of, reading more tea leaves, it kind of feels like Siakam don't want to go. Like he doesn't want to go. Like if he had his way, he would just want the Raptors to pay him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to leave Toronto. So, you know, like you said, it's not, it's not. oh, I don't want to be in Sacramento. It's I don't want to leave Toronto. So I don't want to help these guys out to get me out of a place that I want to stay. Um, but at the end of the day, Raptors got a job to do. Masai Jiri's got a job to do, and I do feel like I feel like they're gonna spin the block with the with the Kings. Mm. I do think that's gonna happen, and they they may meet in the middle. It's not like they'll you know come back to the Kings and it's like ah we've got all the leverage. Do what we say now. Uh, I think I think they'll work together. 
They'll get a little bit of maybe what they're looking for. And I think I actually think a deal gets done with Siakam. I just you got do. a feeling. Yeah, okay. it's, it's got a feeling. And I do kind of think like the Kings kind of feel like they uh they they I don't want to say they're desperate, but there's a sense of urgency to make a deal and make make something happen. And I think that might play into them doing a little bit more to go get Siakam. Let's go. I, I don't think Harrison and Davion make the money work. I think Kevin Herter does have to be involved in this. Kevin Herter is supposed to rumored to be back in the starting lineup today. Interesting. Yeah, Trey Lyles is back. Trey we Lyles know. I, back. I know that. I missed the the Kevin Herter note today. Yeah, there's there's rumors floating around that he'll he'll be back, and it all stems from a lot of it stems from he was wearing the the black jersey at practice. That's the what the Stars good. or something. So. Okay. So who knows? Nothing's official, mm-hmm. but that's the rumor. I mean, right that's now. a pretty good, it's a pretty good indication. It's worked in the it's worked in the past. Yeah. Um, put a pin in that, by the way. Herder. Yeah. Okay. Would you include and let we'll we'll leave. You know, obviously, Malik Monk's not a part of these conversations. You can put together whatever Kings deal you want, but the draft compensation. Would you just? Would you do it? Would you just – all right. Can Sacramento be the first team to crack before they get to Golden State, before they get into deep discussions with Indiana? You know what? This is what you asked for here. I'll give you this, this, and this draft pick. So this is what I was talking to Jesse with before the show. I'd be willing to give a first-round pick. It would probably be the 2026 first-round pick. If you could put some protections on it, that would be great. If not – then, then, then not. You're not gonna. It's gonna be unprotected. Um, but what I think I might do is now I might go talk to Washington. Be like, this is what we're willing to give up. We got a first round pick for you. Do you want to do this still? Got you. Yeah. And if they say yeah, I'd go with Kyle Kuzma ahead of Sok- Siakam. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they say no, and I'd have to do it on the low. I'd have to sneak around, be like, man, don't be telling nobody we talk right now. Okay? So the deal would have to be a little bit different because of money. Yeah. What if What if Washington says, okay, obviously we can't do it this way. Throw in another first round pick. Two first round picks. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think I'm doing two first round picks. I do one. I don't think I'm doing two. Okay. And once again, don't be telling nobody we talk, man. Be quiet, man. Keep this between me and you. Stuff always gets out. Well, some things just shouldn't get out. I'm trying to think. Somebody the, got to raise his the, voice. The, the funny thing about that, no one else has to be involved in the initial discussion. It's usually, <laughs> usually once it gets to agents, people are going to find out. Yeah. Uh, but an agent doesn't have to be involved in the initial discussion right. because, again, with you know, I, I don't mean to undermine the agent, but in, as it pertains to Pascal Siakam, there's no, there, there's no discussion to be had. Right. There's there's nothing an agent has to sign off on on do. There's no no trade clause. There's no extension. There's no nothing. There's nothing that an agent has to do in this situation. You want to keep your relationships ripe, like you want to do you 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 want to do right by players, but um, you don't want them finding out on Twitter as some have alleged that they have. Right. But I you know. I'm I'm not sure. I'm with you though. I I I'd ended a first round pick as it pertains to Siakam. I do it, but I do love your idea of putting the deal together and calling Washington and saying this is what we're offering mm-hmm. Siakam. Mm-hmm. 
or for Siakam. We have pretty strong belief because of our previous conversations that they're willing to take this. Do you want an opportunity to get in on this? That's what I would do. Once again, so this is obviously we talk. This is gonna mess things up if you run your mouth. This is obviously a, a an evolving uh, situation with uh, the Sacramento Kings trade possibilities, and of course Pascal Siakam. I do caution everyone: we're a month away from the deadline. We're getting crazy tweets and texts and people talking insane right now. <laughs> we got a month of this. I think I think James said it. I think James said it. I agree. I don't. We are. We got a month. Before the deadline, I don't think the Kings are ready to wait a whole month. Like, if the Kings can make a deal Friday, they'll make the deal. No, I I agree. I'm I'm just it's saying. It's not up to them. Like, the other team might hold out or something like that. But they're looking to make a move. So, we might have a couple more days of this. But, 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 but you're right. Stay with the Siakam situation. And I guess you could probably use Kyle Kuzma in this situation as well. A month passes, you got another month of games, you got another month of basketball, you got another month of injury, you got another month of win-loss records, you got another month of injury lineups in Toronto and Washington. Mm-hmm. Could be thinking, somebody going to get desperate. Somebody's either going to get desperate or get excited, mm-hmm. like one or the other. For example, could be thinking, we don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. We're good. We got an expiring contract. The expiring contract's going to help you more than it does anything for us. Right. He's already expiring in terms of Shivano. We're not re-signing him. Right. He could help you and your budget. But if y'all don't want to make the deal, that's ah, fine. They could feel like, ah, we don't have to do anything. Or they could feel like, ooh, we get Pascal Siak, or we get, man, you look at the way the Bucks are playing right now. This usage rate on Joel and kind of crazy. Man, we might be able to do something in the playoffs. We could set ourselves up. We could convince Siakam with the, you know, the 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 point guard of the NBA's future. Man, we could be set. So I think there's you have multiple lines of thinking, and those pertain more to the seller than the buyer. Mm-hmm. The Kings are the buyer. Washington, Toronto, at least in the examples that we're using, they're the seller. Right now, they might feel like what, value goes up. And everything you're saying is 100 percent right. Thank you, but. Toronto made a deal for OG. They, they did. didn't wait for that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So if you make the deal, if you give them what they're looking for, and you got to argue that's exactly what they wanted. Yeah, like they, yeah. they, 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 they. I think both teams did. Yeah, <laughs> it's becoming a trend where both teams do well in <laughs> trades. How about that? <laughs> Shout out to the Kings and Pacers for being innovators. Well, you know, if if they can change, we can change. We all can change. Whatever Rocky said. That's why you got a statue. Um, but, uh, yeah, give them the deal that they're looking for. Like, if, if, you know, you wanted a pick, here's the pick. Let's make the deal tonight. Don't wait around. Because anything could happen at that point. And then also you want to, you want to, the other thing about it, if you're getting everything that you're looking for, uh, Siaka might go down with an injury and then it all goes and blows up. So if you're getting everything that you're looking for, if you're Toronto, you kind of make that deal. What do you think? You think it's is dead? No, I don't think it's dead. You think? I don't think, think I'm they, as confident as you are that it gets done, though. Yeah, I think, I think they. I think, Someone's gonna blink. Who is it? I think it'd be the Kings. And that that sounds 
negative, but I, I just think they I think they're 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 thirsty right now. And I don't blame them. Make the deal happen. All right. Make one of them happen. Make one of the deals happen. Yes. Yeah. Haven't brought up Zach Levine's name in a while. Nah, it feels like that ship has sailed. That ship may have never why. left the dock. Well, it may not have been built. <laughs> it may have just been a conversation we had on the radio. <laughs> did, did someone listening going, what? No. Yeah. Are we talking? We're not podding. Yeah. We're talking. We're just talking. That's it. We're talking. That's what we do for four hours. Had some good tea last night. Yeah. Good green tea. Need to incorporate that into my daily routine. Oh, I thought you meant tea like oh, like the well, gossip. That, uh, <laughs> I, thought that's what you, I thought that's what you, I didn't realize you were referring too. to actual tea. Real tea. Uh, physical tea, not, not yep. verbal yep. tea. Had both. All right. Oh, I thought you just got another. another I did. Tip. I did. Oh boy. I did. Shout out to the Odyssey app. Oh, um, let's do this. Let's just keep agents involved. Let's just let's just make. Hey, you know what? Let's make sure everyone's happy. Let's do that. Let's make sure everyone is happy. Let's make sure everyone is happy. Keep the agents involved in everything. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know, maybe That's why I said look, that's why I said don't tell nobody we talk. No, you gotta tell it, the, you gotta tell the agents. Don't tell nobody we no, talk. You gotta tell everybody. Because if they find out it's it's they're gonna eighty six both of us. Yeah. So don't tell nobody. Yeah, well there's consequences if you don't. <laughs> Go ahead here. There's consequences <laughs> if you don't. Trust me, there's consequences if you don't. We we're not yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep everybody involved. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna talk to these agents right now and be like, yeah, you know what? This is what we did. This is what we did. All right, we talking. We'll uh, keep an eye on the Zach Levine thing too. Harrison, how do you like Boston? <laughs> get you? How do you like Milwaukee? You, how do you like the Clippers? Get you to a nice championship city. You stay here with us. You ain't got Harrison. Ain't gotta go nowhere. It's fine. Just never in favor of trading Kevin uh, uh, Harrison Barnes, anyways. Um, keep don't don't think too much about it. Just keep Zach Levine in the back of your head. I'm I'm okay with that. You know that. I, know. I just feel I, uh, like I feel like has he played yet? Is he back? Like I know he's like back, but is he back he, playing? Yeah, I don't know if he came back. I don't think he is either. Yet. I think he's back practicing. Yeah, and he's back like in the in the. In the fold, like Draymond. I don't. Yeah, like well, you're yes. I guess it's like Draymond. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who's if Draymond's playing. age. It's Rich, right? Rich Paul. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he, he big time with clutch. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I, I look, Zach love, Levine didn't play last night. They, 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 they beat the Hornets. I, I think Zach, in a lot of ways, no, he did play. Zach Levine played last night. What did he do last night? He played thirty six minutes oh, last night. Back, back. How long has Zach Levine been back? He back back. Yeah, he 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 can't he well. They won Zach last Levine, night too. Yeah, he came off the bench and played thirty six minutes player. last night. He Team was two player. of eight. So I, you know, the, the not he's not trying to hog the ball. Team well, player. 
He's showcasing what he can I gotta, be for that, a winning team. Is Manny in there? That had to be his first game back. I saw Manny in the studios today. Our Manny? <laughs> he was here? The hell was he doing here? I was here? running late, so I didn't get a chance to talk. I was like, hey, man, I'm late, bro. But he's like, oh, no, no, it's all good. I don't know what, what the hell was there. he doing here. <laughs> what is, what is everybody just comes and hangs out? <laughs> he was that, in the uh, in the hallway uh, outside that, the door. <laughs> Kenny didn't even let him in. Just hey, I gotta go, man. Shut the door behind him. No, I'll tell Kim you're here. It's fine. Whatever, whatever you need. Man, it's just that ring in the doorbell that yeah, we got. Yeah. Uh, Zach Levine returned not last night, but the night before. Uh, played 29 minutes in that one. Uh, six of 11 from the field uh, in that game. 15 points for Zach Levine. Uh, that was on the 5th, his first game back since uh, November 28th mm. when Chicago lost by 27 to Jesse's mm. Boston Celtics. I'd, I'd, I'd be A-OK with Zach Levine coming here to Sacramento. I'd be A-OK. I'd be, I'd I don't be. know how it works. Yeah. Know, I don't know how it works, yeah. but – I mean, I, I take that back. I'd be A-OK with it continuing to give you the flexibility to keep Malik around. If if you're sacri- potentially sacrificing being able to keep Malik uh, this offseason, then I don't know if I want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But if you got the math worked out, contracts worked out, the compensation worked out where, yeah, Zach could be here and you still got you know uh, room for to do what you need to do with Malik, I'm all for it. Can I pose a really – trade Harrison there. Can I pose a really un? <laughs> Can I pose a really uncomfortable question to take into break? Yeah. Are we certain Malik will stay here? Because it's not Malik's happiness. It's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's money. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what because I think seventeen million. Seventeen million. That's what Sacramento can offer him next year. What's someone else going to offer him? How much over seventeen million will they go? And remember, it's not. Uh, well, so and so offered him twenty one. Well, it's a four million dollar difference. No, it's not. It's four times four, mm-hmm. or four times three. So it becomes a twelve, sixteen, seventeen, depending on how the contract mm-hmm. is structured. It could become as much as a fifteen to twenty million dollar difference. Mm-hmm. So hold that. I don't talk know. about it. I guess. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, Damian Barling. No, I, I didn't bear any news. That wasn't news. That was a question. No, I know, but I'm, I'm just, a broadcast I'm, journalist. No, I'm just saying, like we were all just like, oh no, he's going to stay here forever, and then you hit us with reality. No. What if he doesn't? Well, because it plays into some of these conversations, doesn't? I know. I know. Steven, I know. Trista Crick joins us. <laughs> I don't even know that we need to talk about this. To be honest with you. No, no, no. I I want to talk about it. All right. Trista Crick joins us when Dilo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> what was that? I'm sure Welcome you back saw it. You, you saw I said we never had this discussion on here because we were off for the holidays. And like the day after Christmas, <clears throat> I sent out a tweet and ended up coming on the extended version of the Insiders mm-hmm. and talking about it. And I said, the question that I asked that got people... Oh, like I saw that tweet. Yeah, now. I stayed away from it. <laughs> I said, it's "Like, well, my man out I'm here spending for himself on the holiday." Yes, yeah, just asking a question. Mm-hmm. If it was presented to you, would you trade Keegan Murray for Kevin Durant? Mm-hmm. 
And I said, I don't know what I'd do. Honest with you, I think I would because it's Kevin Durant. Like, this guy's crazy. But I wouldn't want to. But if if you're if you're given an opportunity to add Kevin Durant to this team, and it's all spawned because Christmas Day is when Woj was talking about Kevin was getting unhappy. Mm-hmm. So I just threw out a hypothetical. I was just mm-hmm. just talk, just tweeting. What would, what would you do? I, I think I I think I trade for Kevin Durant. I think I would. What would you do? Yeah, like who's stopping Fox, KT, and Sabonis? <laughs> Bro, that's a championship team right there. <laughs> so simple. So just, Who's stopping when you that? Put it that way, it's pretty simple. KD is Box really is thirty special. and six right now. You got Kevin Durant, top ten player of all time. He's like twenty eight and six now, but Katie's just so special. The yeah, but I, I think the one thing that concerns me about Kevin Durant, and I get the fun in the question that you asked. I think the 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 one thing that concerns me about Kevin Durant is he's. The, the, we are talking about this earlier when we're kind of evaluating the Suns. He's played all year, which is incredible, but it's also kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Like, he has missed very, very, very little time this season. Right. And I think most of us are a little taken aback by that when you look at the – I understand. I don't, I don't know the number, but it's something like if if, if the, the Phoenix Suns have played 36 games, mm-hmm. Kevin has played like 33 of them, 34 yeah. of them. Hell, De'Aaron hasn't even done that. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's – uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. How old is KD now? Thirty. He's like thirty six or something like that. I'll take three years 36. of whatever's left of Kevin Durant. Yeah, three. I, you think he? Whatever's left on his deal, I'll take that. Thirty six. I don't need him to be Man. the number one yeah. to his whole the whole time he's here. And I'd, I'd probably you know we do some load management the next. Oh next now year, oh now then now look who's yeah. in favor of load yeah, management. Absolutely, Kevin. Wow. You don't need to win any more MVPs, Kevin. We need to get wow. to get, get you to the playoffs. We'll be fine. Wow, look at these. <laughs> yeah, crews. man. I think I think I would. And I love Keegan. I hate even bringing that question up, man. But that's a fine question. It's fun. It's fun so, so what what would you do? I don't think you've answered. No, I didn't. Let's get TC in here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. TC, what's going on, baby? Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers, man? First and foremost, man, y'all both look sharp today. I like my luck. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, thank you. For sure. Listen, hey, check it out. Hey, if if I'm not mistaken, did I hear that earlier? Was was we talking about Kuzma and the two first round picks? Uh, that was was, yeah, 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 that was that was just like a kind of a breaking point test, but yeah, for sure. I'm doing it because, like, if so, if Washington is like, hey, man, we're not even tripping on the players. Just give us two first round picks. I'm kind of doing that in a way because if we can get Kuzma for two first round picks and then use Kevin Barnes and Mitchell for like another separate trade, that's kind of like a win win. Well, no, I don't. don't yeah, you, yeah, you got happening. You, you got to. There's got to be a gotta, player. Yeah, because you got to match up the contract. You don't. You ain't got. Con, you ain't got cap space to just take on Kuzma's contract. So you got to trade. You got to probably hurt Barnes. You got to trade one of them. You have yeah. to trade one of them. Maybe Har- maybe Herder and Davion. Harrison, how do you feel about the nation's capital? That's and, how I'd frame. And let us know how you feel because if you don't like it, we ain't doing it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Someone somewhere will do the math on this <laughs> and figure it out. Um, but so I do want to ask answer your question though, that you talked about before, and you saw you said, "Are we sure that?" Malik is coming back. Yeah, not from a Kings perspective. Mm-hmm. This is not at all from a Kings perspective. This is purely from a Malik Monk financial yeah. opportunity perspective. And we're not sure. I'm pretty confident he's coming back. But I was talking to the wife about this yesterday. 
non-Kings fan or whatever. I was going to say she probably couldn't have been less interested. The, in well, see, see, the reason why it's it's interesting is because I was like, she was like, what would you guys talk about on the show? And I mm-hmm. told her and we were like, you know, worried about Malik Monk. And, you know, we had a conversation about that. And she was like, uh, I was like, it's like Kings could offer him like 17 and somebody else might be able to offer him like 21. But what if it's like Charlotte or whatever? She was like, you'd be a fool not to take the money. <laughs> mm. And, you know, it's just, she's like, she asked me, I'm taking that money every day of the week and I'll figure out everything else afterwards. And I understand that thinking, especially mm-hmm. with Malik Monk. Because I think he's going to be in the league for a long, long time. But yeah. this may be yep. his one time to cash out. Yep. So if the worst team in basketball is saying, hey, we want you to come here for $25 million, I'm not saying you have to take it, but you can't dismiss it. I know that much. And I wouldn't be surprised if he took it and and did something like that. So I think the Kings are going to, are going to offer him a good amount of money. I think they're I think gonna, they're going to offer him the most that they yeah, possibly the, the can. The most they can for sure. It's just the the question I I don't think that's the question. Right. I think the question is how much does someone else offer him? Because if it's 17 for Sacramento and I don't know how that deal can be structured in the years following. I think it can only increase a certain amount. It can't go from like 17 to to 25 just because they have cap space. Um, at least I don't think it can, but what does, I told you this earlier, if I'm Indiana <laughs> and I, you, you got an expiring contract, you know, whatever, I might do it, mm. but what's, what's the number that stops Malik and, 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 and the people who are in charge of Malik's business operations to go. Hey, man, I know you love De'Aaron. I know how much you love Sacramento. This has been a great experience for everyone. This is what Team X is offering. This this is the deal that changes your financial future. Like, what's that number? Because I don't think it's 20. Mm -hmm. I don't think the number's 20. But when you start getting into, like, 22, when you start getting into a total value of the contract, 15 to 20 million dollars difference mm-hmm. that's where i start to man i just i just have to salute my brother on his way out cuz yeah. i can't be mad if he does it yeah can't be mad at all i'm looking right now at the true cap space teams there's mm-hmm. seven of them um san antonio's first they're supposed to have 55 million this one is kind of scary now that we have this conversation orlando is two at 51 million Utah is three at 41. Mm. Charlotte's four. Mm. Detroit is five. And Philly Detroit is would six. Be in there. And Washington is Indiana's seven. not in there? No. Indiana is uh, on the next level, the non taxpayer mid level teams. Now, so, I don't know how they're going to do there's, 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 there's at least the 20 dropping off from Shivano for True. next year. True. So maybe so, they hop, hop in yeah. there. This is on spot track. So however they. They broke this up. They, yeah. they, they broke it up that way. I know Detroit's going to be there. I know I, – I thought I thought Indiana would be there, but that that I, I, I don't know their contracts well enough. I'm just thinking to something one of the, one of the Siakam articles uh-huh. was talking about Detroit having the money to sign uh, Siakam, mm-hmm. Indiana having the money to sign Siakam. 
If you look at like six men of the year voting last year, not that Brogdon, he makes about 22. Quickly hasn't gotten his deal yet. Um, Reeves has got his deal. He's making about 12, 13 million per. And I looked at Powell. He's about 18, 17, 19, like in those ranges or whatever per year. Like, do you think Norm, Malik Norman gets Powell, Norm, Norman Powell, yeah. Do you think Malik gets more than that? I think he could get to that 20. Like I, I said, I, when, I saw, yeah, when I saw I mean, Orlando on this list, that's the one that I was like, uh-oh. But that's, that's, I think that's the other thing. Like, Malik is a six-man here. Mm. Like, I don't know that he's a six-man in the league. Yeah, Orlando, Orlando could have him start. Orlando's the one that that's I didn't know about it. Orlando, that's the one that's oh man. They got a first hand view of what what he could do. Oh man. Well, we'll see you here tomorrow on. Hey Malik, man. Hey, we love you here, <laughs> I'm man. Done. We love I got, you. I got here nothing for... else. <laughs> I got nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary going through those going through those contracts, realizing oh, it's not just the Detroits that have money. It's not just the San Antonios that have money. It's 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 teams that can make some noise, and Orlando's not only can they make some noise, Orlando's already making some noise. So the the other thing about this though that I that I will say is, like, um, we we love Malik. We think he's you know going to be one of the sought after free agents. But mm-hmm. you know, in real, reality, like how how high up on that list is he going to be? You know, we don't know. So, so that's a great question. I, I'm looking right here. He might be pretty high. I mean. We're looking here. LeBron will be a free LeBron, Paul George, Kawhi. I think they all stay. Clay might be a free agent. Um, then you got James Harden might be a free agent. Pascal, Drew Holiday. You think you think somebody would rather pay Malik or Drew Holiday? I think it depends on where you are. Orlando. Would they rather pay Drew Holiday or Malik? I feel like it's Malik. Maybe so. I feel like it's Malik. I feel like Drew. You absolutely pay, but I f- does Drew get Orlando to? I guess does Drew or Malik get Orlando to a different tier? Because Orlando's good. Maybe Drew. Maybe Drew is better for Orlando. Yeah, I think. I think that's a toss up. I obviously. I like what about Malik. Indiana? Drew Holiday in Indiana. See, I think. I think Indiana will be looking for uh, Drew Holiday. Yes, yes. To answer your question, yes, because I think they'd be looking for. More of a at least one guy who plays on the other end of the floor, a perimeter defensive stopper. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.